Well, it's not live, but we are recording. Welcome to another episode of Wheelchair Wednesday, folks. I'm your host, Wheelchair Rick, and today we have a special guest coming to us from Northern California. Uh, Very interesting gal. We're going to talk to her in just a minute. But before we do that, let's roll that intro. Welcome to Wheelchair Wednesday. All right, y'all, let's give it up for our guest, Annette Johnson. What is up, friend? Hello. Good to see you. Good to meet you. Yeah, you as well. I know that we've talked a couple times. We've been trying to get on here and do this for about a week or a couple times. We finally figured it out. We finally got a day where we could sit down and do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And normally we do these shows live so people can chat in or whatever. But like once we air this, people can comment below. Um, you know what I mean? Tag anybody you want in it. If you want to hear in that or if you have any questions for anybody, let us know. Um, but besides that, why don't you go ahead and start it off by kind of introducing yourself and then telling people about your accident and how it happened. Yeah. Um, my name is Annette Lyman Johnson. I go by Mrs. Johnson at work. I'm a second grade teacher. Uh, I've been teaching for, this is my 32nd year. Uh, I've been in a chair for almost 39 years. I was injured January 1st, New Year's Day, 1985, um, by a gunshot wound. My boyfriend at the time, or we had separated, but, um, I was calling the police and he walked around behind me and shot me in the back with a 22 pistol. Um, Wow. And so, yeah. And so I went to a, a, well, a hospital. I went to rehab for, I was at, between the hospital and the, and the surgery and rehab. Um, I was out in two months and then I went to college, got my teaching degree and that's what I've done. I'm married. I have two teenage sons, which is, the, uh, they're challenging at huh. <laughs> the moment. I can imagine. But, I, as um, being a teenage son once, I know what it was like to cause terror <laughs> upon parents. But yeah, so it's funny. My my son, my oldest is seventeen, and I think about man when I was seventeen, I started dating this guy who, um, you know, beat me up and all kinds of stuff before he finally shot me. Right. So I'm like, huh, you know, that that age. Oh, it sits you know in your mind. Yeah. For sure. But I'm originally from Whitefish, Montana, and that's where this happened, which virtually nothing like that ever happens there. So that was a great big thing. I was like, we had a a weekly newspaper, and I made the front page of the newspaper seven weeks in a row. Wow. (laughs) something about me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That must have been the talk of the town for a while, huh? Big time. Big time. And then I... um, Moved to Northern California. I like the weather better, and I, I don't even know how I did it as long as I did. I didn't have a garage, so when it snowed, I was out there sweeping the snow off, you know, and sometimes having to take a lighter and, and to to unlock my door because it was, like, frozen shut. Oh, I live in Michigan. I know all about the lighters to the frozen oh, doors. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I'll tell you one thing. If your windshield's frozen over or your door is frozen over, do not throw hot boiling water on top of it because that's only going to cause you more problems. I take it that's from experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll bust your glass uh, wide open. Um, so 
For my next right. question, I wanted to ask you this is this is kind of a this is why I go to number two is would you walk if you could? Now, what I mean by that is if you could go back all those years and you could stop that from happening to yourself and then go live your life able bodied. But everything that you've learned and done so far would be null and void. You'd have to give all that back and then start from that, you know, that point. Would you do that or would you stay where you're at now? Yeah, that's a tricky question. Uh, I probably early on would have said definitely stay in my chair because I, I was headed down a, a not so great road in life. And it, this kind of turned me around and, you know, straightened me out and, you know, made my made me think about what what priorities I have in life and but you know the older I get you know I think um, it's harder um, you know when I, I think about getting older and with this disability and there's not a lot of people that I can like look to and say you know what can I expect or what should I be careful of or you know, those kinds of things. And so, you know, I don't know. I mean, if I could have my kids and my husband, <laughs> um, I maybe would say, yeah, no, maybe I would want to walk. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, I think you might be one of the people that's had an injury the longest. So, I mean, to be to be a long timer, you know what I mean? Like, a, that's, that's a different perspective that, you know, people that's only been in it for three, four, five, six, seven years don't really think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I understand. I totally get where you're coming from on on that. Um, now, as we've been talking so far already, dating married, um, you have a husband. Obviously, you probably mm -hmm. found him after the injury. Um, how did you find that, the dating into the marriage? Was it hard? Never had a problem. Never had a problem dating. Never. Nice. Um, I, I mean, you know, I was a cute little thing, probably. She said I was a cute little <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just had an attitude of, you know, let's get out there. Let's, I just put myself out there. And so I, and I was confident. And yeah. so I just, yeah, you know, I would literally just say, that's who I want to date. And, the, you know, that's who I want. Right. I did that with my husband. Nice. You know, I saw him and was like, okay. Point him out and said, that's it. I'm taking that one. Yeah. That, that's it. Nice. And, yeah. I was singing karaoke one night with my friends. And I saw him and I was like, I bought him a beer. And the next thing you know, he was at our table. And the rest is history. <laughs> nice. Now, I did want to ask you this. Um, the thumbnail that I'm using for this particular video, like for YouTube and such, um, has you holding the Olympic torch back in 2004, 2002, 2004, 2002. Yeah, okay. Salt Lake City. Tell yeah. us about that real quick. What was that about? Or what well, was that like? Sister, I should say. I guess that was, oh my gosh. It was an honor. Um, my sister had, um, nominated me or had written a letter. I think she had seen something on, on a commercial saying, you know, if you know of anyone who has an inspirational story or whatever, I don't, I never got to see her letter. I wish I would have, I don't know what they did with it, but I was contacted by them. And then they asked me, you know, if I wanted to be in that Olympic torch relay. And I was, of course, gosh, right. yes. And so at that time I was living in a different part of Northern California in Lake County. And so <laughs> there were not a lot of people in Lake Port, Port where I was living at the time. 
Um, and so they had me do that portion, my portion of the torch relay in, I think, Santa Clara, California, in the Bay Area. And so it was interesting. Uh, there was a whole group of us that got on a bus and they explained to us, you know, what the torch meant, that, you know, that the actual fire in the torch came from Athens, Greece. And it, you know, has traveled all around the world and, and ends up in Salt Lake City. And it keeps so, going, even as it's traveling, like it stays lit, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The flame never goes out. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, they even talked about the importance of the soot that is in, you know, inside of the torch that, you know, that's very special. And, right. and so I've got it, you know, in my, in my bedroom in a stand and it has my name on it. And nice. Yeah, it was a great experience. My family was there, and yeah, and they were filming me, and I and I ended up on the front page of the newspaper. Um, in, Again, on a positive was, note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't even have known that. Um, my sister's mother-in-law, who lives in the Bay Area, decided she would just go down to Santa Clara and see if maybe I was in the paper. Right. And there I was, like front page nice so it's not every day you yeah. get to meet an olympic torch carrier holder <laughs> passer honor yeah. i don't know what the official yeah. title would be yeah. but um torch bearer there you go i knew i was saying something wrong about it <laughs> <laughs> um so you you've been down for you said what 39 years or almost 39 almost 39 years out of the whole time you've been in a chair and had to deal with it what what would you say would be your biggest pet peeve about being in a chair where do I start? Um, in order of an uh, of importance of annoyance, probably the restrooms when somebody's the only stall there. Oh, I hate says, that. Yes. God, right? They go in and they're going to, I don't know, go to the bathroom, change their clothes, talk on the phone. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God, really? And I've actually had accidents before waiting for someone to come out. Right. And I always hope they feel like shit when they come out and see me sitting there. Right. I just like, stare right at him, right in the face. Like, you really needed that too. that bad, didn't you? You, just, uh, you yeah. just so badly want to lash out at him, yeah. yeah. Parking's the same way. Yep. I mean, it blows my mind that, you know, somebody somebody who's parked in the disabled stall will come out as I'm getting out of my, my car and will actually ask me if I need help, and then they just walk right into, the, you know, get in their car. Right. Like, wow, 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 wow. So those two things piss me off the worst. Yeah. You know, I, I like daggers. I mean, I, when I was younger, I would say something. But, man, people are assholes. Right. <laughs> I mean, they don't, they don't care. Um, nope, you're right. I, I think the more we go on in this civilization that we're leading up to now we're just seeing more and more like that that they just nobody cares yeah. it's all about me 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 and screw you yes. type deal you know what i mean so true very rarely so true. do we find people that still have morals that are able to yeah. like you know what i mean kind of help you out and right. do, do the right. right thing you know yeah um yeah. those are yeah those are two good ones those are right on my list as well right on my one hand my first hand that's what that's one of them that i count what is uh, something that you wish you could do now that you could do before but you can't no longer do? What, 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 what do you think you wish you could do again? Yeah, I think, I mean, I've heard you ask other people this because I've, I've watched your wheelchair Wednesdays, probably every one of them. Hey, <laughs> so, appreciate that. Thank you. 
Yeah, no, I think what you're, what you're doing is so amazing and I hope you keep doing it um, because we need this community, right? Right. I, I, anyways, anyways um, probably just feeling the grass underneath my feet or the sand on a beach underneath my feet, that feeling. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a I good mean, one. A lot of people might say like sex or something, but yeah, um, that you know, I, I don't know. I have there's ways to still do that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing that you kind of had to learn. You know, I mean, especially if you're with somebody. You know what I mean? Like during your accident, and like you still want to be involved. That's one thing, you know, and that's kind of one thing that I don't normally get into with people only unless like it gets brought up because like some people, you know, you get some weirdos out there. Some people, that's all they want to talk about. You know, that's like some of the first questions you get like, Hey, can you still, Always. you know what I mean? Always. It's like, that's shut up. Question. That's the first thing you think of. Gee. Sure. Um, sure. But no, yeah, the, the feet mind. on the, yeah. Like the, the feet on the sand and the grass and stuff like that. Like I was never mostly a barefoot person, but I can appreciate the feeling like of coming outside, like kind of fresh spring morning with the dew on the grass and just like you know what i mean sipping a cup of coffee yeah that yes. feeling just little things that you kind of take for granted that you now realize right. like that was you know that was definitely something that you would want to feel again yeah um sure. what is your i'm sorry what's your uh, level of injury again oh t3 t3 do you um uh, i'm t3 t4 Complete. too um do Complete. you do you have any pain what's your pain level like uh, I didn't really, I think about seven years in, I started having some real chronic pain at the site of my injury. Um, and you know, an Advil wasn't cutting it anymore. Uh, and we tried all kinds of things and we finally landed on tramadol. Tramadol doesn't, you know, I can still work and I'm not affected by it. Right. I think, I guess some people are. But I'm completely, I don't have any problems. It's like 50-50. I've heard tramadol and then gabapentin. It's like, it's literally, one person will say, gabapentin's great. I did tramadol and had to move over to gabapentin. The other person will say, I was on gabapentin, but I had to move over to tramadol. And it's like, well, which one's better? You know what I mean? I guess it's just preference. Because um, both yeah, of them have their side, side effects. See, and I don't have any side effects from tramadol, which is weird. Right. Um, but gabapentin wiped me out. So I think it's interesting with drugs, right? Because I mean, when I was younger, I had tried acid. Um, Party gal, watch out, boys! Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and I had to. I, it was weird. It 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 did not affect my head at all. But you know, my legs. I mean, my body would not stop shaking. Um, you know, that happened to me with magic mushrooms. Yeah, like, did it not affect you in your head? Like, it just like I didn't. Well, it didn't really. Just, like, I, yeah, because I've took mushrooms before, and like I've seen some stuff, but you know, I really only took yeah. like a little bit this time. But I knew what to expect, so I kind of just laid back and just relaxed. And then, but I reached, I looked down, and I realized my whole legs were like jumping, and my belly was jumping. And I'm like, what in the world? So I just kind of was yeah. like, just chill out, relax, let it go. And literally, like, I had to position myself into certain positions so I would stop doing it. Um, obviously, it wore off after a while. But then after that, two weeks later, I didn't have a spasm, not one. All my legs were nice and easy to move and weren't wow. tight at all. And I'm like, maybe there is something to this uh, microdosing type thing. So who knows? That's true. Because baclofen, I'm telling you, baclofen, I know there's a lot of people who, you know, they're on the baclofen pump and the... But I found out, I also take Ditropan, 
I don't take it so much anymore, but I did when I was partying because, right. you know, that wouldn't have accidents. So I did for a long time take that. And then on top of it, I took baclofen and my teeth started having to be pulled. Oh God. And I think that people need to know this, that you can lose your teeth if you're because of the dry mouth that you get from those medications. And if you're feeling like you have dry mouth, you need to like really stay on top of that. Like, See, I take baclofen too, are. but I, I only take 10 milligrams a day. Um, okay. But I always have a drink. So it's like, I don't know. I don't ever yeah. really, you know as what I mean? Long as, you're, yeah, as long as you're not feeling that dry mouth, then you'll be okay. But mm. I had dry mouth and I didn't even think about it. It was just what it was. Right. And so... Um, yeah. So anybody out there that's listening, really, really take heed because, um, you don't want to lose teeth. Right. No, I mean, I, I myself have had bad luck with teeth. My accident actually knocked out. Um, well it chipped I, when I had my accident it chipped my front row all the way back. And then one day I was sitting yeah. here talking and then like I moved my tongue on it and I felt like my whole row of teeth like pop out of my mouth and I'm like, what yeah. the frick? And so then it just yeah. kind of went downhill and I got depressed and. It was a big yeah. thing, but like it took me a while to pop out of that. And eventually I'm just going to get them all pulled and get, you know, dentures anyway. So it's like I'm trying to do what I can to save what I've got. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm surprised yeah. nobody said that before. Like, what's wrong with your teeth? Like, oh, dude, it's a whole long story. But don't let that stop you. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm still doing, going forward and doing what I got to do. Um, yep. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But yeah, those kinds of things are like, wow, you didn't expect that. No, <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Um. The seventh question I got for you is what helps you the most after your injury? Well, I think initially, um, after I got out of the hospital, I went to an independent living center and they had me stay in this house by myself for a week. And I had to, you know, learn how to do everything by myself. But I, there was a peer counselor who, a lady who was in a chair and she'd been in a chair for like seven years prior to that. And she was talking about she had a horse that she rode and she was married. And I I was like, what? I honestly thought I was going to have to live with my parents for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know at that time. Um, and so I think she just opened me up to the possibilities of what can I do? I mean, maybe I can do more than I think. And so I really think having that peer counseling, you know, ha talking to, that's why I, I love what you're doing because listening to other people and realizing what other people can do. I mean, I'm T3. There's a lot of people I know that are of that are T3 or are below and think that they can't do, you know, that they don't go anywhere. They're not, you know, I, you know, I work full time. I've worked full time for the last 30 years teaching second grade. Right. Um, and so, Anyways, I just think that... You seem yeah, like a fun teacher, too, by the way. So congratulations and thanks for teaching our youth <laughs> the right way how to live. Appreciate it's, it's it. A, it is a lot of fun, to be honest. It's a lot of fun. As long, you know, the politics and stuff is not... But Yeah, you got to keep that out of... So. You got to keep that out of schooling. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you see yeah, that way, sure. too. Um, my next question for you would be... What were your hobbies before... And do you still continue those hobbies or have you picked up new hobbies since you've been in the chair? Well, ironically enough, one of my hobbies before was competition shooting. Nice. Competitive shooting. You just became uh, my, my number one favorite second grade teacher. <laughs> 
yeah, being from Montana, that's a thing. And, you know, both of my parents um, were competitive shooters. My mom with a pistol. I think she shot 22 and 45. I got to give you one of these. <laughs> yeah. And my dad um, uh, shot, I don't even know what they were called, but that, that silhouettes, that big thing. You know, they're, they're like a pistol, but a big one. And oh, the long ones, would, yeah. They would shoot the metal, you know, turkeys and I don't know what else they were. But yeah, so they put me into shooting young. I think I might have been maybe fourth or fifth grade when they put me into shooting. And at 14 years old, I was... Um, chosen to go to the junior olympic training center in colorado springs with 13 other young people and we got trained by i don't remember at the time who it was but one of the you know leading um competitive shooters at the time and i was on the track to be sh um shooting competitively in the 84 olympics um is there in fact one girl that i shot competitively we were like neck and neck always at our you know at our um matches and uh she was in the 84 olympics but i lost i mean i you know at about mm, 16 i start 15 16 i started going down a different trail um wanted to party with my friends and kind of gave up a lot of stuff so anyways that was one thing i don't shoot anymore i did a little bit of bow, um, competitive shooting for a little bit, um, compound bow, but I don't do that anymore. What I love though, and I, what I always have loved is, you know, like motorsports and I'm kind of a car enthusiast and nice. I just got a brand new 2023 Camaro convertible. Uh oh. And so, and it's an SS. It's like the first time I have a car that like rumbles, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so. the best. I got, I got a friend who went out and got a Chevy Camaro, but he got the six cylinder and I'm like, why bro? What are you doing? You got, if you're going to get a sports car, get a, get a sports car, get a, get a yes. nice fast car. You know what I mean? Like, geez. Um, yeah, yeah. but I mean, it is what it is. I'm not dogging on you guys' six cylinders. If you want to save some money, I get it. Gas is $4 a gallon. That's what you get. I mean, I don't know. What do you yeah. have to say? Well, and I had, um, I, I had a, a 2014 Camaro before that and it was a six cylinder and it was just a matter of, yeah, I couldn't really afford those, the ones I really wanted. Oh no. Um, or at least I felt like I couldn't, you know, I had other priorities too. But yeah, no, I, my kids are bigger now and I don't have to put, try and put them in the back seat. And so <laughs> right. I'm done. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we just, my husband and I just went to Reno. Um, it's called Hot August Nights and it's just, oh my gosh, there's just cars everywhere. You know, the old, you know, the muscle cars and that. Oh yeah, we're big up know. into that here in Michigan. I mean, Motor City, you know what I mean? Home of the motor cars, so. Yeah. We, you go around know. Michigan everywhere, you see them all over the place. My grandfather actually, um, he was one of the guys to get like the first car show started where I was from and his big downtown one. Now it gets over like 13, 14, 1500 cars. Like it gets crazy. So wow. I actually did it for a while, but I backed out of it because it's just, it's too much. And around where I'm at, like it's almost like high school. Like everybody's got their groups and everybody wants to hang out with their groups and talk crap about the other groups. And it's like, Oh my gosh, like I'm good on that. You know what I mean? Like I'll just hang back and, now I take my van, I take my cool van, my handicap van to car shows and I'll <laughs> kneel it down and cause I got a 2019 Chrysler Pacifica sports limited edition. So oh, it's, cool. it's one of the only, I mean, there's tons of Chrysler Pacifica handicap vans, but there's not very many sports editions with the extra horsepower and the all black setup. And, 
Um, it's pretty neat. I get a lot of compliments on it. Um, the last question I'm going to ask you tonight is what would be the biggest piece of advice you would give to somebody who is newly injured? Yeah. Um, just, like I saved I that one before. for last. Cause I, I feel like that's, that was me laying in that hospital bed, looking up at that TV, you know what I mean? Wanting to hear from somebody that had the same injury yeah. as me. Like what, what would you say? Tell that person, you know what I mean? I would say, first of all, like I said before, be open to the possibilities that you can do more than you think you can do. Um, but also I would say, um, get hooked up with an independent living center, get hooked up with voc rehab, vocational re re rehabilitation. They paid for my college. Um, they, I got them to pay for BF Goodrich race white letter tires with I, on my car at the oh, time. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, they'll buy you your computer, the, whatever you need. Um, and so get hooked up with them, get, you know, retrained or an education. And I mean, I know not everybody is young like I was when I got injured, but even still, if you are, you know, you have a certain career and you get hurt and you can't do that anymore. Vocational re rehabilitation is a great way to go. Right. So I just think and once you put yourself out there and you start, you know, I, I like, I went to college and you get, you just, you just, I don't know, you put yourself out there and things come back at you and just, you realize you can do more. For uh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to give you a round of applause for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it. Um, now, anything that you have that you would like to promote, um, if you have like an Instagram or a YouTube or anything like even uh, uh, like a website or something you'd like to promote, let me know. We'll put that in the comments or the, uh, the description for you on YouTube um, and Facebook, and we'll get that on there. And then... Um, we might bring you back later on. We'll keep you on the list, and now you're part of the Wheelchair Wednesday family. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, a year from now, if we get bored, maybe we'll just circle back and see how everybody's doing, you know? That'd be awesome. Yeah, I have a Facebook, Annette Lyman Johnson. Um, I have an Instagram, and I don't post anything on it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, and I just want to shout out um, uh, Maui Strong, Lahaina Strong, um, if you can donate anything to them right now, um, like I said, we talked earlier, uh, we just were in Lahaina, um, in June and we're just really sad about what's happening there. Right. And so that's, yeah, that's what I can say about that. For sure. Absolutely. Well, Annette, we appreciate it. Um, you know, once again, if anybody else would be interested in joining up, send us a message, write a comment down and we'll get back to you in time. Besides that, Annette, stay with me. Uh, we'll get with you after this. Everybody else, we will see you next time. Thanks for watching.